What's up, Wikimaniacs? It's Asshole Friday, the best day of the week. My name is Josh Shell, and with me is the man whose laptop is always teetering on the edge of exploding. (laughs) It's Sean Salvino. What's up, buddy? Oh, what's up? But Josh found a solution, hopefully. This is our first time. We're testing it out. I should be looking crystal clear, uh, unfortunately for y'all. So we'll see. Yeah, hopefully going forward, uh, Sean, we can get his camera that we bought (laughs) working because it's been tough making the TikToks recently. Voice does not line up. And I'm like, oh, God, this is going out to thousands of thousands of people. (laughs) Yeah. The Patreons are coming in, donating our money or their money. And uh, the quality is getting worse somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how we did that, but uh, yeah, your laptop was like, "Oh, you, <laughs> you've seen success recently. Let me, let me be your, uh, your Brutus and backstab you." <laughs> At two Brute, yeah, it worked fine for I don't know. It felt like a month, and then the last two it months is. have been complete ass. Yeah, yeah, the summer was rough, and uh, we were too busy to fix it. So hopefully, we found a solution now. Um, and uh, and uh, like. It's it's a better quality. We're hoping <laughs> anyway. But uh, yeah, so on today's episode, we have an ex who doesn't understand co-parenting. Uh, OP receives more than just pizza. Oh, a yes. Woman- Preemptive <laughs> fist. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a woman refuses to give back a wedding dress and... A girlfriend sends her boyfriend's updates from the hospital. So, after that, we have our patron-exclusive stories, where we have a boyfriend who wants to charge his girlfriend utilities, and a wife serves her husband and son fake meat. So, if you uh, want to hear those last two stories... I'm going to say not the asshole on that last one. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll get into that one. Um, yeah, don't, don't spoil the Patreon. Oh yeah, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> pay us, guys. Uh, pay it, pay us, yeah. Go, go to patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network and you can sign up today and get access to those uh, ad-free episodes as well as those last two stories, uh, which we do every Friday. On top of that, if you're a returning listener, please consider giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or why not share the podcast with a friend or partner? I know a lot of, uh, like, our listeners are like, listen with their boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. And uh, so it's a great bonding experience. <laughs> you get to see if y'all you really if find y'all, out who your partner is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if y'all's judgments align. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, Sienna's and mine don't align sometimes. Sometimes she's like, oh, you went too easy on that person or you went too hard on that person. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's fair. You know what I mean? <laughs> it depends if it's a Monday or not for Josh. <laughs> Depends how mean I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, no, she's never she's never said I'm too mean to Sean. So wow, noted, Sienna. I'll remember that next time. <laughs> Whenever we meet in person, you can call her out. Yeah. So uh, finally, some of our stories today come from listeners like yourself. And so, if you'd like to submit your story for consideration, uh, you can join our subreddit at r slash Reddit on Wiki. Ooh. Um, I. I think we just hit over a hundred, what do you call them? Subscribers, Redditors, followers, 
It, yeah, Alan Reddit. I don't know what you call them. Yeah, what do you call Redditors? I think followers, right? Okay. We'll we have a whole that. Reddit podcast. We should know. We'll get better, guys. We'll get better. <laughs> we have a whole goddamn Reddit podcast and we have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, I don't actually know what it is. I guess it's subscribers because you subscribe to each mm. subreddit. I wonder if Sean Hemsworth's post is still the most popular post. We'll have to see. We'll have to get an update. That I don't know. That I don't know. I, there are tons coming in that are like non am I the asshole stories. So you I guys know. got a lot. I was excited. I was looking earlier today and then I was like, oh no, these keep getting fucking deleted. So. Oh, oh, like the actual cross posts? Yeah, the actual posts keep getting deleted. So I'm like, oh no, I hope I could do whatever black magic you and John did that one time. Find us. <laughs> yeah, you can just uh, way back machine. It's it's a lifesaver for sure. So, oh yeah, I guess we forgot to mention John's not here. Uh, oh. He's on holiday oh. uh, in the Philippines. So, uh, shout out to John. He should be back sometime soon. But then he's gone again, just like myself. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we're uh, just the an announcement part. Uh, we're taking a break mid to late September here. Do you remember the dates, actually? <laughs> uh, I want to say we said the, the time we're taking off, no episodes, is going to be September 19th through the 23rd, with the only episode being a Patreon episode on the 23rd. Wow. Sean's more organized than I am. And you know what's fucked up? I'll be here. They just said, you know what? <laughs> There's no way we can let Sean run the podcast by himself. And uh, they're right. I think they're absolutely right. I think that would be a huge mistake. Uh, people would be upset. See, I'd have... Oh, that'd be interesting to have a Sean-only episode. I wonder how that would go. It would, it would just, be chaos. I would get Chris and Ryan probably and just not do shots and thoughts that we could be like, oh, we have to do this because <laughs> people actually <laughs> listen to this one as opposed to... <laughs> Yeah, crossbows. So yeah, so yeah, just like Sean said, we're gonna be off uh, September nineteenth uh, through the twenty third. Uh, we're gonna be doing a Patreon exclusive episode uh, for that Friday, so uh, patrons will have something to look forward to. But uh, yeah, John and I will be on vacation, and uh, as Sean said, we didn't trust him with the episodes. So <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Maybe I'll go on vacation too. Fuck it. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, you can come to Greece with us. It's gonna be a really? fun time. <laughs> Did you ask Sienna? I feel like that wouldn't be a good time for her. You know what? I think she would actually enjoy it because she wants people who are like to party with. And so I feel you you would be on that. I do like to party. I do like to party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I feel she would actually be okay with that. But uh, I think it'd be a little late to plan that trip for you. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. I can't afford a laptop. So let's say I'm probably not going to be able to on a whim, afford a Greece trip. But that would be sick if the first place we met was in Greece. That would be crazy. That'd be a great story. But I think that's all the announcements we have. Yeah, so so look forward to us coming back uh, at the end of September. And uh, yeah, it's going to be, we're going to have a great fall. Uh, Sienna's already setting up decorations. So, <laughs> you know, it's right around the corner uh, for Halloween. But yeah, without further ado, let us hop into... The first story of today. Oh, yeah. So this one comes from a listener, uh, a patron, actually. Uh, your girl, Diana. You love to see that. It's translating <laughs> all the Wikimaniacs. Yeah, we need to get a your boy and your girl shirts out. That'd be sick. 
I would love that. I would love that too. Um, we can also make shirts with my Venmo at on there. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Possibly illegal. <laughs> I don't think it'd be illegal. Would it be? I don't know. I don't know. I think I would definitely, if everybody did start actually Venmoing me, it might be a problem because I'd have to pay taxes on that. I think that's how that works. Yeah, that'd be a lot. Once it's like <laughs> people wearing your shirts uh, with your Venmo and then it's just hundreds of people Venmoing you for no reason other than it's a it's a meme. <laughs> I mean, I will pay the taxes for it, I think. I mean, I'm all for paying taxes, you know, if it's going yeah. towards, you know, social justice type deals. So... I think that's okay. Venmo me. I'm not going to stop Venmoing <laughs> me, guys. Your your taxes go to Ted Cruz. How does that feel? Uh, not good, but hopefully, uh, <laughs> you know, we at least get Abbott out of there sooner than later. Beto's running. Uh, yeah, so right, if, right, right, right. More of you uh, liberal people want to move down to Texas for a little bit, vote for Beto, and then, <laughs> you know, stay if you want to or not. You know, whatever. Texas is pretty cool. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a great plug to, <laughs> to get... Uh, Greg Abbott out of office. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, uh, when when John's not on, we get very political. Uh, <laughs> that's that's uh, that's why he's on here to keep us level headed. Oh yeah. So uh, this one comes from Reddit. Uh, thank you for your girl Diana. Uh, just one more time, and I'm going to take out half of the title just because I feel it gives it away. So. Hmm. Uh, Am I the asshole for telling my ex-wife that she should be more responsible and keep me involved? So. It sounds like kind of a, right off the bat, a little bit of a, you know, contradicting statement. Because how is, how is keeping you of, say, say it again. So, uh, for telling my ex-wife that she should be more responsible, be a more responsible co-parent and keep me involved. Okay. I didn't hear the co-parent thing. So may, maybe I'm off. To give a full context, I took something right out of the middle. So, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll read the full title at the end, but uh, let's hop into it to get some context. So my ex-wife, Natasha, has primary custody of our 16-year-old daughter, Valeri. That's a cool name. I have custody of Valeri for about... It's a, oh, it's Valerie. I'm an idiot. <laughs> hey, Valeri's a cool name too. Save that for D and D. Yeah, I'm in the Game of Thrones where I'm like, yeah. <laughs> God damn. Also, great, great second episode of Game of Thrones, by the way. Uh, so it's Valerie, I think. Um, so I have custody of Valerie for about eight days every month. I care deeply about Valerie, but Natasha is extremely inconsiderate of me and makes it extremely difficult to co-parent. Natasha holds final decision on all of Valerie's medical. Uh, medical and educational decisions. I fought extremely hard to retain that power, but Natasha holds them instead. When Natasha schedules an appointment for Valerie, she does not do enough to involve me and make sure I can get there. Natasha will never ask what time works for me and my schedule. She will send an appointment time over a month before the actual date, as if I have superhuman memory and will be able to remember. (laughs) That one sounds like it's on you, bud. There are multiple ways to write things down, uh, multiple apps to remind you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Google app uh, it comes, or Google calendar. It comes with every phone. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, so the only reminder that she'll send me after that day is the day before when I've already made plans. She never bothers texting me and only uses email or our, 
family wizard when she knows I don't have time to check those every day. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like an app that schedules shit for you. <laughs> yeah, sounds like already. Yeah, I think my initial feeling for this story was correct. Uh, yeah, she, she can't. You have to be responsible. She's not keeping you out of the loop. It sounds like she's giving you multiple different ways of knowing when things are happening. You just don't have time. Yeah. So you say, oh, okay, keep going. I'll double down on that and say, like, she's planning shit a month in advance. That's way more organized than I am. <laughs> that, that is ample time to, you know, yeah. figure shit out. Plus, okay, we'll, we'll continue on and then we'll, we'll roast him a bit more. Okay. But uh, so Valerie and I used to talk all the time, but now she's upset and distant. Just trying to talk with her now is like pulling teeth. I believe Natasha is purposely manipulating Valerie and trying to alienate my daughter from me by making it seem as if I'm not interested in her, which is extremely untrue. I am beyond interested in Valerie, even if she is a, uh, in an angsty teen phage and unappreciative of what I can do right now. Valerie was upset now because I was not reminded of her driving test until the day before and was unable to come. I, <laughs> I contacted Natasha and told her that it is unacceptable to be this irresponsible of a co-parent to me. I told her that the very least she can do is send me a weekly text reminder or some regular updates. Oh my updates. fucking God, you're a baby. <laughs> you're a fucking baby, dude. Okay, never mind. Sorry, keep going. So I can stay in the loop and know what's going on. Natasha refused even a weekly update and said expecting her to be a decent co-parent makes me a lazy asshole. It's not as if a text would take enti the entirety of her day. I don't see how expecting Natasha to send a heads up every few days and make sure I'm involved with Valerie's things is unreasonable. So am I the asshole? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Unequivocally. Yes. Yeah. She, she's sending you a text a month in advance and a day in advance. She's also yeah. putting it all in the fucking wizard or calendar or whatever the fuck. And she's emailing you. Uh, yeah. My guy. You have, <laughs> you have all the chances to, to... I would be pissed if I was your daughter too. You know what I'm saying? Because... Yeah. You're, the Natasha, she could show Valerie or Valera, whatever we want to call her, uh, Valerie, uh, you know, like these are the fucking receipts. I gave him yeah. a month in advance. Like it sucks that he's not here. I agree with you. That's not yeah. her manipulating uh, Valerie. You know, that's her telling the truth. You had yeah. multiple notices in multiple formats. It's on you, dude. You say you don't have time, even though you say you're, you know, super interested in your daughter and what she has to do. You're not making the time. You, you yeah. have the resources. Man, like a month in advance is, is so much time to like plan out. And like, if she's emailing it to you, there's such an easy, like, I'm pretty sure Google Calendar or whatever you use, I'm sure there's a way that you can click uh, schedule like this into my calendar. Like as soon as you get the email, I'm pretty sure it's an automatic prompt that says, do you want to put this as a reminder in your phone? And you can just click it and it does it for you. <laughs> like it's so fucking easy. And you can send like, oh, remind me a week before or like a few days before that this is coming up. Like the the, the audacity of you to be like, you're not the responsible co-parent when it's actually you that isn't the responsible exactly. co-parent. You know what I mean? <laughs> Also, with it emails, like if she's emailing you, there are ways to like set up folders and set up rules to as soon as you get an email, it goes straight to that folder. 
So you don't have to like search all your emails. You have a Valari folder. You know what I mean? Yeah. A Valari folder. <laughs> um, and on top of that, like it sounds like the, the family wizard or whatever it's called. That sounds like an app that's like organizing your family. So it's mm -hmm. probably in there. And you can just turn on the notifications for when there's events coming up. I'm exactly. I'm like 95% sure that's probably how it works. I've never used this app. Of but course, if it's yeah. like any other organizing scheduling app, it's the exact same thing, right? Yeah. Um, if you could check a text. You could check whatever the fuck yeah. the, your you know, co-parent is using. Yeah. And, and like if you're interested, you will check that. Like, exactly. Like just before bed or like... Uh, I, like have a set time when you check it and then just be like, oh, okay, I've got this coming up for my daughter next week. It, this story sounds like you fucked up and you're trying to find a way to blame anyone else but yourself. And, and so that you're making up all this like, oh, she doesn't co-parent properly. And like, but she seems like she's going the extra mile and like a month ahead. And then like even sending you the day before text, like that's, even more than she should have to. You know what I mean? <laughs> she set up the goddamn app, the wizard or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So you could stay up <laughs> to date, bro. I could see why y'all are exes. Yeah, divorced. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't want two children. She just wanted one. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'll read the full title. So am I the asshole for telling my ex-wife that she should be more responsible, uh, more responsible co-parent and it wouldn't take the entirety of her day to send a few reminders and keep me involved. <laughs> yeah. Good choice on that one. Good choice on editing that title. Yeah, I wanted to to keep the suspense going, but you called it out even before that. So I've got to... <laughs> yeah, with the, with, the, with the X being a thing, like maybe like there is a world where the Natasha is booking these things and not telling you at all, you know? Right. You know, the title doesn't give that away. So I was like, oh, since they're ex exes, that might be a possibility. So I reserved my judgment, but I, my <laughs> gut was right in the end. You fucking knew it. You knew it. Yeah. And you're right. Like there are, there are case scenarios where the ex just, you know, day before is like, oh, this is coming up and like, didn't give you a warning at all. And, uh, and then you've already got plans and it kind of sucks. So there is a world where that's the case, but she's giving you a month in advance. There's no excuse. So, uh, you're definitely the asshole. Oh yeah. All right. Let's move on to our second, am I the asshole story? So am I the asshole for how I handled the pizza creep? And this one comes from a listener. Uh, it's a Reddit story. It comes from Isabella on Instagram. So shout out Isabella. Thanks for sending this shout in. Out Isabella. I will say I want to take back my fist because now I know it's a pizza creep. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, now that I know it wasn't warranted, I take the fist back. Sometimes I get a little too excited with the fist. <laughs> Sean, Sean asked me today because we weren't sure if we're going to be doing video uh, with our new setup. And he's like, how am I going to know when you fist bump? And I'm like, <laughs> I'll just have to guess. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad I didn't fist bump this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like we could podcast without seeing each other, but I feel like it it adds so much more, you know, it's much more personal and I like to be intimate with my guy. So, you know what I mean? I got to see him. I get true enjoyment of seeing your face reacting to these <laughs> stories. <laughs> hopefully we could get some more solid takes of my face with this uh, camera that hopefully is working at the moment. That's true. All right, let's hop into these stories. So 
I, 31 female, am a member of a group that convenes mostly uh, convenes monthly to discuss current events. After our last meeting, someone suggested getting pizza. One of our members lit up and said they knew a great place to get pizza, a small independent pizzeria. I'm all about supporting small businesses, so I agreed. Shout out supporting small businesses. That's the way we like it. Josh, what, what's, your, what's your favorite local pizza joint? Just for the Ottawa... Auto, auto, Ottawaian? Ottawaian? Ottawaian. <laughs> Ottawans? Uh, oh, man. I tr- So the only small... Because we're a pretty suburby area where we are. And the only small pizza place I tried was Trash. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Don't name so, them. Yeah. So I'm unfortunately stuck with like, um, like Little Caesars. But... I think there there are a couple downtown that I I enjoy. I just can't remember what they're called right now. I'll 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 look some up and then we'll we'll go there if you ever come up, Sean. Would love that. When we arrived, the manager was very off. He greeted my fellow group members very enthusiastically. He called her something in Italian that sounded weirdly intimate. <laughs> he led us to a table and then handed out menus. We ordered without issue, even though his vibes were very unsettling. After he left, I asked the group member who just who recommended the pizza place if they knew him personally, and they said no. They said they just went to the pizzeria a lot and were very friendly with the manager. I mean, it's kind of funny if you know the manager of the pizza place. <laughs> it's very telling of how many times you go there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think my local spot knows me, per se. But, uh, you know. You're not going enough, Sean. Yeah, maybe I need to change that. Maybe I need to be intimate with the manager of my local pizza spot. Yeah. This one sounds like a very Italian, like, pizzeria. Like a very, yeah, very... <laughs> um, like, it's, it sounds like it's very, like, the manager's very involved. And, and so I know some local businesses aren't quite like that. So um, mm. you might not get the same uh, treatment at yours. I'm not sure. Anyway. Before our pizza arrived, he brought us an order of garlic knots. Now, none of us had ordered any garlic knots, and I tried to correct his mistake. He said that they were complimentary, complimentary as a thanks for choosing his establishment. I thought this was very presumptuous, and after he left, I mentioned to the table that I thought it inappropriate to serve food no one ordered because someone might be allergic. Uh... <laughs> I gotta say, I would love free garlic knots. And if people yeah. didn't want it, you know, they didn't pay for it, I guess. So, like, it's fine. You don't have to eat it. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to. You're not required to. Uh, I might be turning on this <laughs> on OP here. That's, that's fair. Uh, so, the group member said that the knots were made from the same type of dough as the pizza we ordered. So, there was no way anyone was allergic. Still... I didn't have any. After, <laughs> after our pizza arrived, we ate without issue. The problem was when the bill arrived, no one was charged for their drinks, even though the prices are listed on the menu. I pointed this out to the manager to the annoyance of the group, and he said it was the perk of being a regular. I said that I wasn't a regular, and he said he hoped I would decide to become one after today. At that point, I had enough. I said his behavior was Holy creepy fuck. and asked for my bill fuck to this be person. <laughs> fuck this person, man. Oh, it gets it gets sadder. So he looked upset but took the bill. The other members of the group got annoyed with me. 
The one who recommended the pizzeria was visibly angry, saying that I embarrassed them and potentially ruined the awesome discounts that they get. I said that I felt uncomfortable with his overly familiar behavior and that free food felt like a power play, a way to feel as though he had authority over us. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I truly do not. I could be wrong here, but it seems like he just did everything a small business owner does to try and like entice you to be a regular. I don't think yeah. he was trying to get sexual in any way. Again, I wasn't there. Uh, but it sounds yeah. like he just gave you some freebies and hopes that you come back. Yeah, and it sounds like he has a good relationship with the friend that recommended it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, and they are regulars. So if I ever, like, if I if I ever had a regular spot with, and I took you guys there, and you were like, "This is fucking ridiculous. I didn't pay for this. <laughs> this is yeah. I I need to pay for this because that that manager wants in my pants." I'd be like, "Sean, calm down. <laughs> like, it's it's okay." Yeah, it's just it's it's wild. But uh, uh, so then th they got up to talk to the manager. They came they came back, slammed my new bill on the table, and stormed out. I paid in cash and left quickly as well, as I felt uncomfortable. I've been thinking over the situation and can't think I'd done anything wrong. But some of the group members I texted said I was way I went way overboard. And my question is, did I? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, especially if you're with a big group and they're all like, Hey, like chill. Like, I don't think he, I, I think he's just trying to be nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you, you know, maybe sometimes you can read a room differently than your friends. I think you got to trust your friends that they're not. And if he does try anything, you're in a big group, I guess. So worst case scenario, y'all could probably fuck him up. I don't know. <laughs> I, I truly don't think anything sexual was happening. Uh, maybe I'm naive in thinking that I don't want to, you know, I, but I would think most Wikimaniacs would take the free garlic knots and the free drinks. I think, I think so. I think it was a minor, like not even like he was just being friendly as you're supposed to be in a, in a, in like a, a service industry. And I think this is just a very entitled person who has never worked in the service industry. And it sounds like has never gone to a restaurant before. Like I'm servers saying. are nice. <laughs> and so, do you want them to be rude to you when you walk in? Yeah, they're like, supposed to be you, welcoming. Here's your pizza. Yeah, there's restaurants where they could do that. I mean, those yeah. exist, but they're they're in Boston. I've been there. <laughs> every single restaurant actually in Boston. Yeah, every single one. They're like, "Fuck you! Here's your pizza." Okay, and you go. This is the best slice I've ever had. But goddamn, they were rude. <laughs> I've actually never been to Boston, but I've heard it's kind of rude. They're 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 funny. They play into it, I think, but they're oh, okay. they're good people, I believe. Um, for the most part, I I know the sports fans could be a little a little racy, kind of like Utah. Oh, kinda, yeah, kind of yeah, Utah that's vibes. Oh, uh, but I think they have an Asian mayor right now, so who knows? Maybe they're on the up and up. Yeah, you never know. I mean, their their hockey team has beat mine many times, and. Makes me sad every time I think about it. But uh, don't even talk about their football team. <laughs> oh God, yeah, true, true. Actually, yeah, they Stop. win everything. What the fuck? Yeah, fuck <laughs> Boston, man. <laughs> God damn, I turn around. Fuck you guys. <laughs> oh Jesus. I don't know how we got there from the pizza place to fucking Boston, but uh, right. anyway, you're definitely the asshole for the way you treated the, this uh, guy, the manager, and kind of fucked up the relationship between the manager and your friend, like your friend or. Probably not your friend anymore, but yeah, that's that's a situation where it's like 
if you feel uncomfortable, you can leave. You're not obligated to be there. Yeah. You, even though like it does feel like it was just a server being nice, like a manager being nice in a service industry. So yeah, you're I, definitely the asshole for overreacting. <laughs> yeah. Just like, I feel like weird talking about it. Cause I've never, you know, as a woman, you kind of have to be, you know, certain, like you have to take things in a, you, what am I trying to say? All your senses have to be kind of alert sometimes in regards to like, sure. Creepy dudes and things like that. So I can't truly say like, like, oh, you were tripping, but I, I do like 99% of me wants to say you're, you're tripping a little bit. Yeah. Well, I, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty telling when the rest of your friend group, like they, it sounds like a lot of them are female. Yeah. And they're all like, yo, chill. It's garlic knots. Like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're just freaking out. It's pizza just know. in a different way. It's bread, yeah. cheese, you dip it in tomato <laughs> sauce. It's the same thing we're about to eat. Relax. Yeah. yeah. If the and whole friend group is like, if you've pretty much ruined dinner, I think that's safe to say that I think you might have been in the wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And And like... Yeah, and, and it is like you said, there is a possibility that he was being creepy, but from all the context and all the clues, from your own mouth, it yeah. sounds like he, he was just being nice. And so I feel bad that you treated this man like that. I want to I mean? find out the name of this pizza joint and like give him a shout out if there's a possible way. I have no idea how we'd be yeah, able to do there's that. There's no but. way to do it because the OP <laughs> is in the wrong. They're not going to give this place a shout out, but... Yeah. Support local pizza places. Yeah, just go to a local pizza place. Hopefully they're not creepy. And you might get some free garlic knots. That's the moral of this story. Or just get get delivery. You know what I mean? Avoid eating there at all, I guess, if you want to. And just uh, get delivery. Eat at your house. No, get, get Delicio. It's the exact same thing is what they tried to convince me for years. What's Delicio? <laughs> is that a Canadian thing? Oh, maybe that's a Canadian thing. It's like the... The commercial is, it's not delivery, it's Delicio. And then it's like people tricking. Oh my God, America is, it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. Oh shit, maybe it's like the same company. But... <laughs> it, it probably, it's the same exact slogan. It has to that's be. That's hilarious. Wow. I've never, oh man, that's weird. I don't know if we have DiGiorno, but I've anyway, never heard of Delicio. I don't know why, <laughs> why would they not have, why would they name it something different? That's weird. I don't I know. But like, it reminds me of like Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. They're the same restaurant. Oh, but that's wild, but different. I didn't know that either. (laughs) I don't know why. I'm learning so much about the food industry. Rallies and checkers. I think they're probably, maybe I'm, this doesn't matter. Uh, They're two different restaurants. One buys the other. They keep the same names because they already have the name in that area. And then they merge the menus. I don't fucking know. Uh, I did go to business school. I should know this stuff, but fuck it. Who cares? Next story. (laughs) Before we hit our next story, we're going to hit a break and then we'll be right back with two more Am I the Assholes and our bonus Patreon stories. So stay tuned. Ooh. Wikimaniacs, it's gonna be May. And you know what that means. Warmer, sunnier days are upon us. And wouldn't you rather spend your time doing something else instead of having to plan your next meal or spending precious time driving to the grocery store? Factor's fresh, never frozen, ready to eat meals are delivered right to your door. Factor takes the stress out of grocery shopping and meal planning. Plus, by supporting Factor, you are also helping out your boys. 
Sean, tell everybody what Factor offers. Easy. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every single week. But wait, there's more. Factor also has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So you'll always have new flavors to explore. Your boys always want you to treat yourself. So why not make your day delicious by eating Factor's restaurant-quality meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Salmon, the kicker, all done and ready to go in two minutes or less, plus no cleanup after. Do you know what I can do in two minutes? You see, John, this is why we don't do ads with you anymore. But Wikimaniacs, head on over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code wiki50 at factormeals.com slash wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. And we are back after learning the the ever-changing business world of the <laughs> fast food market. <laughs> uh, during the break, if, yeah, if you want to get on our Patreon, I do a 30-minute TED Talk on the depths <laughs> of why Hardee's and Carl's Jr. are the same, Delicioso and DiGiorno, uh, and so on and so forth. I have no doubt in my mind that you could do a podcast on fast food. I have no doubt in my mind. Oh, me specifically, I think so, yeah. <laughs> you and John actually would be very good at it because you. Yeah, I feel John does fast food a lot too, so... Um, I would gain an inordinate amount of weight. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a review podcast. Actually, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd listen. Maybe not, actually. That'd be gross to listen to people eating food. I, yeah, it would be filled with ASMR if I'm in charge of it. <laughs> be like a mukbang but audio version i don't know if that's a that's a vibe i don't know if that's a vibe <laughs> yeah to get the video will be on our patreon you know the vibes oh god um all right well let's jump into our next story so this one is from reddit mm-hmm. so am, am i the asshole for refusing to give this woman her grandmother's wedding dress and jewelry back y- yes <laughs> i think so we'll find out we'll find out so there's a quick that was a quick draw. You almost never give like a full yeah. decision off the bat. When I hear grandma's jewelry, I'm like, ooh, I feel like that should be returned. Sorry, grandma. She's not giving it back. <laughs> I hate to say it. So, so I, 26 female, bought a hoarder's house back in May 2018. It's a big six bedroom and from four and a half bath house. It's huge. Jesus. Huge. Um, and you're 26. Holy shit. I'm jealous as a millennial who cannot afford a house. But uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, when I bought it, the contract stated that I take ownership of the house and everything in it. The lady who owned it died and her heirs could not deal with the stench and literal mountains of junk and waste in it. it you can only open the door eight inches and in some rooms had the junk filling... Uh, oh God. Had the junk filling the walls... Uh, filling wall to wall and floor to ceiling. Jeez. That is... Nuts. Well, it took me the last four years to finish cleaning, fixing, and updating it. While doing the cleaning, I made sure to check everything before throwing it out and ended up with more than $20,000 in money, some nice jewelry, and antique furniture. And finally, a stunning 40s-style lace-covered wedding dress. This woman took care of the dress until she couldn't anymore, and it just took some minor work to restore it. I currently don't have a partner, but I decided that it would be the dress I will be wearing if I ever get married. 
While doing the cleaning, I reached out to the heirs to pass on some pictures and mementos, Christmas personalized ornaments, some kids' artwork, etc. And because of that, I had one of them, 30s female, in my Facebook friends list. After repairing the dress, I put, on, I put it on with some of the jewelry and posted a pic on, on Facebook. Well, this woman saw it and asked for the dress and heirlooms back. I refused to give them back and legally they can't do anything. Also, if they meant that much to them, they should have cleaned the house on their own and not sell it to me. Now she and her family are calling me out on social media. So am I the asshole? Huh, this is a little bit more nuanced than I originally anticipated. Yeah. I, I like the ones that catch you and you have to change your mind. Yeah. I think <laughs> immediately be, backpedal. Yeah, I think I'm immediately backpedaling. Like, it's not great of you, but it sounds like they didn't even know this stuff existed. Like, if it was yeah. something that meant a lot to them and their family, then I would have expected them to, like, look through with you and be like, these are what we want to keep, like, early on. You've had four years and you haven't said anything. That's... But also... Also, she did reach out with like, like, like Christmas stuff and ornaments and, and mementos and pictures and stuff like that. And she was nice enough to find the people and give them back. So that's, yeah, that's like above and beyond yes. what you needed to do anyway. You didn't need to give back anything like you're saying already. Yeah. And you did do stuff that isn't like valuable to you. But if you found something that you mutually find valuable... And even then, I don't think they find it mutually valuable because they would have been like, oh, man, have you seen her wedding dress or have you seen this yeah. or that? We would really like or even if like, oh, if you run across like a wedding dress or something like that, we would love to have that. But you just never brought it up. She found it. And it sucks to say finders keepers with something like this. But it's been four years. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. Uh, it's and tough. like you did pay for it and it was in the stipulation that you do own the stuff and I mean don't get me wrong it, like them seeing it and wanting it is fair but they're not entitled to it you know what I mean they had the chance to like you said stipulate hey if you find this we, we would like this back or, or mm -hmm. we would buy this off you or whatever uh, whatever the stipulation would be so I, I think you're in the clear just because you know, it's been so long. They didn't put any of those stipulations in. You already reached out to be nice and give them stuff that you felt they would want as a family. And I think, I think going forward, you just have to block them <laughs> and be like, all right, I'm, I don't have to deal with you people. Like, you're, it's fine. I, I don't yeah. care. I mean, you, you could be a saint and give it back to them. But as far as like judging, you know, what's right and what's wrong, like you're not entitled to give them anything. Yeah. So, you know, if that's your vision for your wedding dress, you know, like we both said, I think we, I think we agree, you know, it's like they, they had a chance to save some of that stuff, but they decided yeah. to sell it and maybe they had to sell it. Maybe they couldn't, you know, keep up with the mortgage or the property taxes or something like that, which I get. But again, like, you know, she already reached out to you about like giving you certain stuff. You could have been like, oh, by the way, if you find blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and, and and when you when they sold the house, they could have said like put those stipulations in. If you find a wedding dress, like we'd like to have that. Um, mm -hmm. Like those are stuff you can write into a contract, and they just never did. So uh, they clearly weren't missing it until they saw it. Yeah, that's a good point. Which is either like they were they were like, oh, we could sell that for money, or you know what I mean. <laughs> like it's probably not. Uh, I don't know. My mind goes to they're probably just going to sell it if they get it. So. 
Yeah, you're not the asshole for keeping it, I, I don't think. And if they really wanted it, they could like offer to buy it off of you or something. They they sound like they just want, you know, like gimme. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very entitled. <laughs> yeah. For all the work you did too. Like you put in a ton of your own work. Yeah, it took you four years to clean that house and to you spent money on repairing the dress. Yeah. So yeah. Uh I think you're in the clear. Uh actually let us know, Wikimaniacs, what you think about this one. We could um, be wrong. If they're in the clear. We could be. We could be, but um, I don't know. I'm leaning towards we're probably on the right side of this one. So uh, let's move on to our final, what would you call it? Public Am I the Asshole? Before main we paywall. Yeah, main feed Am I the Asshole story. So uh, am I the asshole for sending my boyfriend a photo of me at the hospital? No. This one comes from Reddit. Uh, I thought this one had an interesting title, so I wanted to see what, where this came from. <laughs> so uh, any judgments off the bat, Sean? I want to say no. It's like, what if you, you know, you don't, you're in the fucking hospital. You don't have time to send a text. You'll be like, all right, a picture is the, probably the quickest way to, you know, let you know the trouble that I'm in is what okay. I'm thinking. But who knows? I don't know. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. So a high 20 female was recently admitted into a hospital for a night due to a serious but non-life-threatening illness. I was completely out of it for several days with horrible pain before my roommate con- convinced me to get medical help. She took off work to stay with me in the hospital, and I cannot express how much I, her support has helped me as my own family l- lives too far away. Now, I've been dating Sam, 19 male, for about nine months. He knew I was sick, and so I texted him when I was first going to the hospital to update him. Since he was at work, he didn't read the message until much later. I sent him around six text messages updating him with the nurses with what the nurses were saying and including a photo of me on an IV giving a thumbs up. It was my first time ever in the hospital and I just wanted to keep the shitty situation as lighthearted as possible. So there's your there's your framework sent a picture giving the thumbs up in the hospital. Yeah, and it sounds like a lot of other text messages giving you like an update on what's happening. So I don't know yeah. how he's going to spin this. <laughs> Well, let's, let's let's see. Let's see the mind of an insecure man. <laughs> uh, he responded a few hours later with a thumbs up, and that was all. I asked if everything was all right, and he said, yeah, just you being in the hospital is giving me a lot of anxiety. I'd rather not see you looking like that. I told him that was okay, and I didn't message him for the rest of the night, not thinking much of it. I guess that's a fair response. Like, if you're like, oh, like... That's giving that's making me nervous seeing you like that. I'm worried. I guess that's fine of yeah. her. Like to just be like, nah, I'm not gonna message you then. Like it's okay. Yeah. I mean, so far I'm on her side a hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> so far I'm like, okay, you should like, I don't know, you should, you know, her Care? being in the hospital. <laughs> Shouldn't be like, oh, I don't want to see that. Like, you should be like, oh, man, like, what can I do to help? Like, you're obviously in a worse situation than I am looking at this picture. So I don't know, man. Uh, Shut the fuck up, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I wasn't saying that it was fair of him to respond that way. I was saying it was fair of her to respond to be like, okay, if you're uncomfortable, I won't message you. Oh, okay. Okay. Just to clarify, I was was not on his side in that one. (laughs) So... The next afternoon, his mom called me, asking me if I was all right. She had the impression that I sent him the hospital photo after he told me not to share any information and was disrespecting his request. So 
though his mom thought she sent the photo after, even though she sent it before he requested not to send it, her not to show him. How did she even get involved in this? Yeah. Also, yeah. Why you is know, her mom getting? Yeah. Weird? Mind your business, boyfriend's mom. <laughs> Uh, she then reminded me that his grandfather only died a year earlier where Sam had to spend a lot of time in and out of the hospital. So the updates were making him grieve all over again. I apologized to her and sent him a text saying that I didn't mean to hurt his feelings and he left me on red. My roommates think I didn't do anything wrong at all and that he's being too sensitive slash immature for involving his mom. Personally, I think this is a little unfair as if he, he was really close with his grandfather and struggles with anxiety. I really, really feel guilty as I know how his mental health can be and never wants him, want him to suffer. So am I the asshole? I have more sympathy for the guy, but I'm going to keep it uh, the same way I felt this whole time. You're not the asshole for sending that. You sent the picture before you knew how he felt. After that, you totally respected his wishes. Once you got you know clearance on you know, how it made him feel and, you know, brought into perspective his grandpa and all of that, you know, you apologized and got left on red. Like, I don't see anywhere where you're in the wrong. Maybe, you know, yeah. you could have been like, oh, like, you know, thought before you sent it. But like, you're in the hospital, you're, you know, you want to give him updates. You don't, your first thought is to like, I want him to know like that I'm okay. That's why you're sending a thumbs up. So it's like, I don't know. I feel, I, yeah, I feel like you're 100% fine. Yeah, it seems like, a, like you, your roommate said, it's a very immature response. Like, you're not in the wrong. Like, you were sick and you're talking to your boyfriend who you should feel the most comfortable with, like expressing how you're feeling and giving them updates. And mm -hmm. it, you should expect like empathy and like compassion and someone to care for you and be there for you when you're in those situations. And I get that he has gone through a hard time, but like at some point you just like, you got to put that aside and, and realize that you got to be there for your girlfriend or your partner, or whoever, um, because they're the ones like not doing well. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta realize that, okay, I can deal with or like, or even like let her know, like this makes me feel uncomfortable, but I want to be there for you. Like there are ways to, to deal with that together mm -hmm. rather than just being like, Oh, you're trying to uh, make me feel bad, like because <laughs> because yeah, you're in the hospital. Yeah. It's a wild take to to like logic to jump through those hoops, uh, and then to get your mom involved is weird. Weird, um, super weird. I know you're nine. I know you're nineteen, but even back then, I don't think I would have ever got my mom involved in my relationship. <laughs> I think I would have just <laughs> called you right off the bat and been like, "Okay, I'm glad you're okay, but I'm gonna be honest with you." It's still a little soon after, you know, my grandpa, I was in and out of the hospital for like a long time. These kind of pictures yeah. kind of fuck me up. So maybe we just keep it with text. I don't want to, you know, visually see that at the moment while I'm still grieving. Something like that. Not a fucking thumbs up. And then, a yeah. And then, a I don't want to see you sick. End of story. That's not good enough explanation. You know, no. that's the worst way to deal with this, I think. It's hard to yeah, say there's an asshole besides maybe the mom for like stepping out of pocket. I know y'all are kids. No. You think it's the boyfriend? I think he's an asshole. Um, <laughs> and like I have sympathy for him, but you can still be an asshole and I can still feel sympathy for you. You know what I That's mean? That's fair. Um, 
he's being an asshole to his girlfriend in this situation. Like he's not being there for her. He's not even, well, if anything, he's turned it around where he's like, I don't want to say the victim because he is like actually a victim, but he's, he's trying to take away from like worrying about her and then just having her worry about him when she should be focused on herself. You know what I mean? Yeah. For um, sure. And so I think he's kind of an asshole for that. Uh, and I think the mom is definitely an asshole for not, First, for getting involved, but then also for just dumping more shit on her uh, yeah. when she's in the hospital. <laughs> I'll say... Wild. I'll slightly disagree. I still don't think he's an asshole. I think people kind of okay. grieve in all their own ways, you know? I think at the end of the day, he's probably just not ready to be in a relationship, you know? That's, That's probably it. I would say probably he needs to, you know, kind of figure that out himself because if he can't... You got to be like you're saying, you got to be there for her. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's 19. Like, it's not the end of the world. He'll, yeah. he'll grow and learn from this, hopefully, and, and realize that. Well, and if like if he's got to, you know, probably go to therapy and, and, and discuss this stuff with someone who's a professional. And then uh, where the next time he's in a relationship and his girlfriend is in the hospital or, you know, sick, he can deal with that um, more maturely. Yeah, um, for sure. So. I, I'm not, you know, demonizing him. I'm just saying he's kind of an asshole for sending a thumbs up text and getting thumbs his mom up. involved. <laughs> thumbs up, short text to explain that didn't explain anything yeah. really. And then getting his mom involved. 100%. You're right. He's Those are all 100% dick moves. I just, uh, yeah. I, I feel for the guy for, you know, grief and all that stuff. Grief makes you do crazy things. Yeah, well, 100%. And and I, I like I said, I do still have empathy for him. Like he's been through shit and he's not, He's not even the worst asshole we've had today. So, oh, not <laughs> so. even close. I might say Pizza Karen might be my least favorite of the day. That's the one that's sticking with me. That's fair. That's a that's a good one. I mean the the uh, ex blaming his wife is pretty bad as well. That's pretty bad. For he's not scheduling. Bad. Yeah, he's annoying. They're both pretty annoying. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we'll have a poll to see which one was more annoying. <laughs> I think John has been doing polls. Good job, John. We miss you. He has. Yeah, yeah. When he's and he's back, so uh, he'll he'll throw a poll up. All right, so there is a quick update here uh, before we get into the patrons stuff. Uh, so this morning, I woke up to a text from Sam asking for a breakup. He told me he needed to focus on himself and that there's too much drama in this relationship. Well, I agree. <laughs> I don't think that's the reason why you need a breakup, but I'm glad that no. you're, you're finding yourself is is one of the reasons, at least. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She goes on to say, I've been with Sam through all of his anxiety attacks, holding him crying in my arms more times than I can count. He has never done the same for me. I've made excuses over and over for this behavior. I begged him to go to therapy. Sean, say the line. Get therapy. There we go. Uh, (laughs) And he's always refused. The hospital stay and your comments have been eye-opening. I think this is her talking to him, I guess. Oh, and his mom? She reminded me to let go of my feelings and do what's best for me. I'm starting up therapy because I'll be needing the support. Oh, earlier? Oh, shit. This is what, this is what the mom said. <laughs> oh, wait. Start that over again. What? She, re- she said, let go of my feelings and do what's best for me. And that she's starting up therapy because she'll be needing the support when I'm, when like OP is gone. <laughs> the mom, Holy. the mom will be needing support. The mom said that she needs therapy. For the support when the when the girlfriend is gone. That's weird. 
I'm I'm doing like I feel like that gif with all the math symbols are flashing before the eyes. I'm like, this is like I'm a big proponent of, you know, getting therapy. And you know, yeah. But it sounds I mean, like it sounds like she needs it. But it sounds like <laughs> the son. It sounds like you're getting therapy to support your son. Why doesn't your son just get therapy? But like, well, I get I mean, fair enough. Get therapy if you need to sort out your own shit so that you can be there for your son. That's yeah. fair. Why why dump that on the girlfriend and being like, I'm doing this because of you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all weird. Oh, also earlier, whenever you were talking about how she hugs him through all his anxiety and he's never done the same, I said nice. Yeah. I wasn't saying nice to the fact that he never did the same. I was saying nice that like, oh, thank God this relationship's over. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I just want to That's clarify fair. that before people are like, damn, Sean's <laughs> fucking mean. No. Uh, she should have been there for him and he didn't need to be there. For yeah, I like that. <laughs> no. Yeah, I was saying good that she's out and then especially good that she's fucking out. That she's not, We were, both of us were right in the fact that the mom is 100% crazy Oh yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it's good she's getting therapy. Yeah, uh, weird to dump that. You know, it it sounds like the the OP's boyfriend just needs to like, like he said, find himself. I would say maybe stop putting the blame everywhere else. Maybe stop getting your mom involved in your romantic relationships. Not necessary, I would think. That's a big one. Or you'll be in more "Am I the Asshole" stories in the future. Yeah, my mother-in-law won't leave me alone. <laughs> He's blaming me for her son's trauma. Uh, like Jesus. Holy moly. Yeah, yeah. I think we can confidently say they're both the asshole and OP is uh, free and clear of a toxic relationship. So, oh yeah. Uh, good on good on her. And I hope she feels better actually too. I'll add that in. All right, that is it for this episode, Wikimaniacs. What did you think? Were these people assholes? Uh, let us know the biggest asshole in this episode. Uh, down in the comments on YouTube, TikTok, wherever you find us, you can let us know. Um, if you want to hear more, please consider subscribing to the show and giving us a rating and review on whatever platform you are on, or you can share the podcast with a friend. And don't forget, uh, if you want those two bonus stories, you can sign up at patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network and get those two bonus stories where we talk more food. Sean loves food. So mm. we talk about it again. <laughs> Sometimes more smut. We should, we should do smut again. Maybe we'll do that in the bonus one we do next week. Yeah. Remember, patron, or remember, Wikimaniacs, unless you're a patron, there will be no episode the week of the 19th through whatever the rest of that week is. I can't do math. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back on the, the, the next Monday, whatever that is. So, uh, yeah. And uh, before we go, I believe Shots and Thoughts is back, right, Sean? Did you want to shout that out? Oh, yeah. Uh, if you're still listening, thank you. Uh, my other podcast is coming back. We already recorded it. Josh is teaching me how to edit video and audio. Yeah. So hopefully that'll be on YouTube if I didn't fuck it up. But definitely it'll be wherever you get your podcast by the time this comes out. So yeah, check that out if you're interested in listening to me drink with uh, two of my other good friends. Hell yeah. Definitely go check them out. Maybe we'll do a cross post on the, on the Monday uh -huh. we're out. Oh, yeah. We we talked about the water shortage, which is a huge issue, actually. So that was... Yeah, there's a water shortage. And then I just heard Pakistan is actually underwater, which is crazy. Oh, that is a bunch of like crazy uh, glaciers melted. And then like like a third of Pakistan is underwater now. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Yeah. 
Um, so, uh, I mean, that sounds like a great episode. Maybe that's a good follow-up episode you could do. But yeah, that's uh, that sounds really interesting. Uh, actually, I'm I'm gonna check that one out, Sean. I, I'll listen to it on my tri- my plane to Greece. We talked zero crypto this time, Josh. So, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Sean, for coming on and sharing your takes today, and thank you, Wikimaniacs, for another amazing episode. We will see you in two weeks, I guess. <laughs> Unless you're a patron. Bye. Bye. Your boy Sean. <laughs>